Business Minds, presented by the Florida Business Journals, and brought to you by Tico People's Gas, at the heart of Florida's energy. In this episode, Tampa Bay Business Journal real estate editor Ashley Gerbel-Kreitzer welcomes David Dino, CEO of Bloomin' Brands, to share his recipe for success, including the resurgence of an American favorite. Well, Dave, thank you so much for joining us. I look at this as a continuation of the conversation you and I have been having for several years now. So I wanted to start off with sort of this trajectory that Bloomin' Brands is on, right? Things were doing well before the pandemic and then the way the pandemic was managed, you folks really came out in a great position. So give us an update, give us the state of Bloomin' Brands. Yeah, we are executing what we talked about even as far back as 2019. And, you know, as we've talked about, the pandemic just accelerated that, right? And so our off-premises business, making our menu a little more simpler and easier to run, has really paid off for us. And so between sales growth and profit growth, we are in a completely different position in versus 2019. And, you know, I think we're really set to move even stronger going forward. And we'll be talking about that in our earnings call in mid-February. So how did you do it? Because, you know, every time we have this conversation, it's not a new conversation for us, but it still surprises me because I remember the 2015 to 2017 era where Bloomin was not in a strong position and there was all kinds of speculation about the future of the company and activism takeovers, activist takeovers. So how did you do it? How did you come out on the other side in such a great position? Well, I really have to give a nod to 2015 and 2017 because it helped set us up. We did a lot of work back then to set us up for 2019, 2020, 2021. So for instance, what's a for instance, our off-premises business, right? That really got set up in 2017, 2016. That was really important. And then secondly, we started making some significant investments in um, Outback Steakhouse in our service model and our food about that time. So when the pandemic came, we had a delivery and carryout business that was set up. We just accelerated it, right? And then we just continued to make investments in Outback. So it's been a multi-year journey. It really has. And in a lot of respects, you were the perfect person to lead that journey into this new era of delivery and takeout with your background at Pizza Hut. What is the secret sauce, if there is such a thing, to making delivery work? Yeah, I, I was, it was my privilege to work for Young Brands and the Pizza Hut business for many years. And it's the old fashioned thing of delivering on what you promise, a great product with a promise time that you meet because people are counting on you. So you've got to do that. And then you've got to set up your operating and your people systems to do just that. And we work so hard at Bloomin' Brands to do that. And yeah, I was able to pull on my experience at Pizza Hut to help me out and others out. We had some people with delivery experience as well besides me but that got us going in a way that was really important. And so now that the delivery and off-premise side is in such a good thriving place, I feel that it's opened the door for other exciting avenues of growth. Can you talk about what's happening at Fleming's, the uh, prime steakhouse and wine bar and where you folks see opportunity to grow that brand? Yeah, we don't disclose Fleming's financials separately. It's part of our U.S. business, but just take my word for it. The business under Pat Murtha is just flying on. Great performance. The high end is doing really well right now, but Fleming's is even doing well versus the high end overall. For those of you in the Tampa area, we are in the midst of 
building a brand new Flemings right next to the ones the fire office in International Mall here. And it's going to be absolutely outstanding. It'll be a signature restaurant in Tampa. But we're doing that in other parts of the country as well, especially in California, Texas, and Florida. Uh, you're going to see more and more Flemings. And you're going to see those of you in Naples are going to see a nice updated Flemings that's going to be just terrific for you to enjoy. And the ones we have in Miami do really, really well. And I know you have also said to me, Carrabba's has earned the right to grow. You know, yeah. the last several years has been all about Outback Steakhouse and restoring that into like the brand that it once was. But Carrabba's now is seeing an upswing and you plan to capitalize on that. Take us inside that. Yeah, well, the brand that benefited the most from the development and off-premise work that we were doing was Carrabba's Italian Grill. That food travels so well. And they have just done a magnificent job growing that business. They've had two or three just great years in the last few years. So as a result, the economics of that business have improved dramatically. And in we just built a brand new Carabas in North Tampa, up in Wesley Chapel. It's magnificent. They're doing a great job up there. And you can see more of those in our stronghold markets. Georgia, Texas, Tennessee, Florida. We're going to be bringing that brand to everybody in those parts of the world. And we anticipate really good reception by our consumers. I know you mentioned to me a few months ago, you were lucky to get the last seat at the bar at the new Carabas yes. in Wesley Chapel. Do yes. you often drop in on the local stores or, or take me, what is that like? Do they know you? Is your picture on the wall? How do you play those store visits? At you? <laughs> That's a funny one because that particular visit, I'll tell you two parts of that answer. So that particular visit, I kind of, it's a Saturday. I got there about five and I got the last seat in the bar and I'm a tall fellow, but you know, I kind of was hiding and I sat at the bar. Nobody knew who I was. And then about 45 minutes into the dinner, I felt a tap, tap, tap on my shoulder. And it was the managing partner. Hey, Mr. Dino, how are you? I said, how do you know I was here? Well, we just kind of know, you know, so it's hard to travel incognito. But I am driving to Miami for a meeting tonight. And along the way, I am guarantee I'll be stopping in at uh, some of our Southwest Florida restaurants or in Miami to see how things are going. It's the only way you know what the customer sees. I know you're very passionate about what happens at the store level in terms of job creation and how some of those positions and becoming a general manager and then a managing partner is an entrance into the middle class for so many people. Can you talk about that and how you view Bloomin as ultimately a job creator? Yeah, I've been fortunate to be in the restaurant industry now for over 35 years. And I've seen such great stories of people who may not have had a chance in life that some of us have had. Like I was blessed with my parents. And so they come into the restaurant business at an entry-level job. It might be a cook. It might be a server. And, you know, they grow up and learn and get trained and they become managers and managing partners running the whole restaurant. Some become joint venture partners, which is managing an area. Some become market managers. Some of them become head of operations for the entire company. We've had people at Outback, for instance, Greg Scarlett, you know, do just that. So the creation of wealth and growth and opportunity is so important. And as we continue to expand, we're going to give more and more opportunities for people because of our growth we have coming up. Awesome. And here at a corporate level, obviously, Bloomin's headquarters are right here in Tampa. They're actually right down the street from the Business Journal's office. Oh. The pandemic, uh, yeah, we're also in West Shore. So the pandemic, as you know, what happened on the restaurant side was one thing, but what happened in offices was a very different thing. Has the pandemic affected your corporate culture within the headquarters here in Tampa? What is your office hybrid policy look like? What's your corporate culture look like these days? Yeah. 
And I think for me, the restaurant support center, which we call ourselves, because we do support restaurants, is that culture and vibrancy is so important to our success. And we had a strong restaurant support center culture before COVID. Did we take a step back? Yes, because the offices, of course, were empty. So people were remote, et cetera. And we are spending a lot of time working with our key people to say like, hey, you know what? We have got to push for more and more and more engagement by our people, PACs supporting our restaurants. We had a company-wide meeting just on that. We've met with our leadership team just on that. So it's crucial that we talk about these kind of things. Now, what does that mean for our workspace? Well, we've identified jobs that are totally remote and we're okay with that. So it might be an IT coder or something like that, or somebody that's paying bills. If they want to work from home, we're okay with that. We've identified the jobs that are totally here, that have to be here. People that work in training and marketing and teamwork and stuff. And then there are certain jobs that we call hybrid that are three days a week. Now, I think, you know, things will settle in. The economy will change, the culture will change, and we're going to adapt to that. But we want to adapt, we want to be ready for the new marketplace. And something I've learned is give people a chance to work in different environments. But this is extremely important. We can never lose the great restaurant support center culture we have. And that's something we talk about all the time. David Dino joining us. Next, what he and his team are doing to make a difference here at home as Florida Business Minds continues. People's Gas. Through its innovation and infrastructure investment, People's Gas has maintained safe and reliable delivery of natural gas to homes and businesses since 1895. More about People's Gas at the heart of Florida's energy at floridasenergy.com. Talk about your presence here in Tampa. Obviously, you folks walked away from the Outback Bowl sponsorship. Uh-huh. But I know it's very, very important to you to have a flagship presence here in your hometown of Tampa. What are some of the new initiatives? How are you making sure people know that Blumen is a citizen of Tampa? Uh, we have, under Kathy Cook's leadership, we have a tremendous amount of uh, different initiatives. It's well diversified. So strong partnership with the Lightning and the Vinick Group and all everything that they do a strong partnership with the Tampa Bay Bucks. And you'll see our Aussie Grill restaurant, for instance, in uh, the stadium in, in, in Tampa, at Raymond James. Strong partnership with leading educational institutions. Our people are on boards. We support various parts of the organization. Strong partnership with our diversity, equity, inclusion efforts. So we wanna have a diversified set of things that we're doing in the organization. Now. We can do it with money and we can do it with time and talent. But one of the most popular and impactful initiatives we do every single year is everybody in our restaurant support center goes out on a day or two and supports our leading charitable institutions throughout Tampa Bay area and spends time with them. And our goal there is not only to help, but to have our people engage in important areas in the county. So we just want to make sure that where our presence is known, and we want to make a big positive effort in addition to the community. Well, great. Dave, I know we have to be careful with forward-looking statements. I'm not asking you to make one, but I am <laughs> asking you to tell me, if you can, what's next for Bloomin? What do we need to be looking for? What you are able to share as far as what's ahead yeah. in the future? Well, first of all, I want to encourage everybody that's listening to listen to our earnings call in mid-February, and we'll spill out a little bit more in 2023, and we're very excited about what we're going to talk about. So what you can expect from our company? 
Number one, uh, development at Outback Steakhouse. We have 700 restaurants in the United States. We think we can get to 1,000. And we have very big business in Brazil, which is just thriving. So an international presence as well at Outback. Number two, reigniting growth at Carabas Italian Grill through their off-premises business, but also through new restaurants. Number three, opening up uh, new Flemings. We have 69 in the U.S. We think we can get to 100. And we want to concentrate on our stronghold markets like Florida and Texas and California and Georgia and Tennessee. Those markets are doing so well. So we'll continue to open new Flemings. I don't really think that we're going to spend a whole lot of time doing acquisitions on those kind of things because we have these great brands that can grow organically still. And that's something you're going to see from us uh, going forward. Well, and the Brazil storyline is one that is chronically yeah. told, including myself. I'm owning that. What is going on in Brazil? I know it's an incredible success story. What can you share on Brazil? Yeah, we have the premier casual dining positioning in the country. We're number one by far. It's not even close. A few years ago, we had 30 restaurants. Today, we have 140 outback. You can see our way to doubling that even. The volumes are incredibly high. The real estate locations are Maine on Maine. They're fantastic assets. The brand itself is among the top brands, not just in the restaurant space, but in any space. So in any part of the country, whether you compare us with Nike or Coca-Cola or whatever, Outback is right up there. And we've been down there for the last 25 years. And so it's just a market for us. It's been so popular and so strong. And we really have a preeminent position down there. Awesome. Well, Dave, I can't let you go until you tell us what is your go-to order across the brands? What oh, is your man. favorite meal? Is it like picking a favorite child? I'm I'm sure you have one that comes up more often than others. Well, I tell you, I uh, <laughs> my go-to order is protein at any one of our restaurants. So a uh, nice filet, any one of our, so bonefish, crabas, Flemings, Outback, of course, all have wonderful filets. So I'll get that smaller one and then a nice uh, green vegetable with a side salad and uh, uh, maybe a glass of wine. Those are my clear favorites. I absolutely adore all the brands. So, I mean, I have three children, so it'd be like asking me to pick my favorite child. That way, you know, I can't go between the four. It's too hard. But I can tell you, I have a favorite marketing slogan in our brain. Okay. Let's hear it. No rules, just right. That was invented out back decades ago, and we walked away from it, unfortunately, and it's back. And no rules just right. You'll be hearing more and more and more about it. And we are, for some reason, we're, we're hot right now on social media. If you see Emily in Paris, they talk about Outback in the series and other things. So Outback is in the conversation now, and we want to capitalize on the no rules just right. That's true. I have seen Outback show up in my very own TikTok feed, just randomly served. So yep. you folks are out there. Dave, thank you so much for your time this morning. Really appreciate it. And I'll look forward to talking again soon. Yeah, I appreciate it. And we really want to be a pillar in the Tampa Bay and Florida community. It's very important to us and, and create jobs and be a big positive part of the community. So thank you for the time today. David Dino joining us. Thank you for downloading Florida Business Minds, presented by the Florida Business Journals and brought to you by Tico People's Gas at the heart of Florida's energy.